When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Oh, let's go. It is a Tuesday edition of the Game Plan. Aaron Miller joins us here in seconds. As we get set for the start of the championship series, Oklahoma and Florida State tonight. Sooners in pursuit of its fifth national championship. All right, I've got numbers. I've called a lot of games this weekend, so I'm trying to conserve the voice. So let's bring in the great Aaron Miller to get us ready for tonight's showdown and this week's series against Florida State. You ready to get rowdy today, Aaron Miller? I'm ready. I was born ready, baby. How okay, let's let's rewind a little bit. Take me through just the fun in what I mean we've done before, but it seems as if you and some of your former teammates and some of the former alums have really taken it to another notch with our own kind of personal little sooner bubble here in the stands this year. Tell us about it. Take us through what it's all about. You know, I think this has been a rally cry um from coach for a while of just getting coordinated, wanting her alumni in full force in the stands. And finally I think the stars kind of aligned this year with just the freedom of schedule and everybody kind of being on the same page and having the availability to be there in person. So we have uh, got our ducks in a row. We got some shirts made, and we will be on full display. Leah Wodak is flying in, Chris. Nice. So we we are going to have all the who's who today in the stands. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, and then I uh, we, we did guilt you into getting back up in the booth with us yesterday, but it was fun because – you know, in all honesty, everyone was worried that the extra night of rest would help Odyssey Alexander, and, and it did. I'm sure it did, but 
I think we also took for granted how much it helps a tired Oklahoma team because anytime you got to fight through that that consolation slash losers bracket, it's a challenge. Right. Well, I think I think that was the right move. I mean, in my eyes, um, I I believe a true champion needs to be crowned by being fully rested at their best. I want to see the the full capability of each team. And let's be honest, we have seen the naysayers all year long in regards to Oklahoma's talent. And the last thing I wanted was was for people to say, oh, they only beat her because she was tired. Well, that's not the that's not the case now. Both of those teams got a full night night's sleep of rest, a nice meal. They got to, you know, shower off, get their recovery treatments, and uh, you know, they, they had the chance to put the best product on the field. I had Tears in my eyes and chill bumps plank as you and I stood witness to the standing ovation of Odyssey Alexander. And regardless of what went down on that field and who walked off with the W, I think we all can tip our cap to the performance of the super senior Odyssey. I think the show of sportsmanship and just love of the game between Coach Gasso and Kinsey Hansen walking over to give her the game ball. I, I mean, she was just a sensation. So I I think that we all have to give props where props are due. I agree. I agree. It's uh, it was fun to watch. It was uh, gut wrenching to watch in some instances, but yeah. it was it yeah. was it was fun to watch. So Oklahoma advances to the championship series where they'll get Florida State. We're going to have yet another winner who worked their way through the. I keep saying consolation just because I think it's uh, nicer than saying losers, but again, it's it's what it is. <laughs> it, there's no consolation prize here. But with that in mind, you get a second opportunity, even if 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 you lose a game. What have you seen for Oklahoma has been the biggest key to propel them to this point? I think just keeping a level head. I I, I don't think this team ever once had a doubt, and I think if you're in our kind of Sooner family and our Sooner sisterhood, you never had a doubt either. This this team is resilient. They know how to fight. They're led by one of the best, if not the best coach to ever come through NCAA softball, um, at least within the top five in my mind's eye. She, she's done it all. She's been through the adversity. She's won championships. She's built this program from the ground up. So to have that type of um, perspective and view. I think she t- does a good job of keeping things grounded, keeping them locked in, keeping them humble. Um, and all year long, I've heard her say, you know, it, the rankings never matter. The numbers never matter. I've always made this team feel like the underdog. Well, in this case, they pretty much were. They had their back against the wall, you know, from after day one. Uh, so, man, the scenic route was was pretty, but now we get a clean slate. And now it comes down to a three-game series between Florida State and OU. You've been in these situations as a player, Aaron. What's the – it's almost like a new life, right? What's that locker room, that clubhouse, that meeting? What are, what are they like when you get to wipe the slate clean and start fresh? Well, you, you said it. It is a new life. Everything up until this point has been a learning opportunity, and now you shift your gears and you're focused to the next challenge, which is a pitch at a time, an inning at a time, and it's against a very good Florida State team. Um, I have had a chance to call Florida State softball earlier this year. I actually tweeted about it this morning that i got to be honest, and I'll be frank, I was not impressed with this this squad, this seminal squad earlier in the year. I thought they had a fairly quiet offense. The numbers show that as well. But what I do know is that Lonnie Alameda has magic, when it comes to postseason, this team is made 
for postseason. If you've watched their journey to get here, it's been bottom of the seventh home runs to tie it. Freshman pinch hits coming in for the go-ahead run. Um, clutch, clutch, clutch pitching and strikeouts when it matters most. Like When I think of Seminoles, I think of the intangibles that win championships. So can that magic of Florida State go up against the dominance of, of the OU offense? That's what I'm most excited to see. Um, because what FSU has done in their postseason run is remarkable. Yeah, eight straight games that they've won when facing elimination. Aaron, I'll let you go on a on a final thought here just for, for Oklahoma. The thing that I've always dug about Patty Gasso is, well, everything, but her adaptability. And the, mm-hmm. when, when she sees something in the lineup, she'll move it around. Nicole Mendes had not hit cleanup all year long. She hits cleanup in a, in a huge game yesterday. Jada Coleman had not hit in the eighth slot all season long. She hits eighth yesterday. It, I think it says a lot about her willingness to change in that she's not just going to be set in a way with a lineup because that's how they've done it. She's constantly adapting with a matchup. Yeah, dare I bring this full circle, but I think our alumni shirts say it all. In Patty, we trust, right? Like, there, there is no other saying that encompasses that than that right there. It's the trust. It's 27 years of coaching, um, a heck of a lot of championships, a lot of success. And if she's got a hunch, do you think anybody's going to question that no. hunch? I'm not no. going to be the one to question no. it. No. Heck no. Heck no. So, at this point, I think this team is going, tell me what to do. Yeah. Oh, I, anywhere, and I'll do it. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence. Hey, real quick, t- tell me about Sandra Cock. Tell me, because uh, she's going to be here. You're going to see Cat Sandra Cock a lot. They've got a, a, yeah. another pitcher that they use quite a bit. What have you seen from, let's see, I don't know why the other pitcher's name has just escaped my mind. Oh, Arnold, Kaylin Arnold. Kaylin Arnold yeah. and Cat Sandra Cock. You know, what I'm excited to see is how the Sooners face against a hard draw ball pitcher. So Sandra Cock's going to keep it low in the zone. She has the ability to come up, but it's a hard drop ball. And in, in this season's past, OU has – struggled low in the zone at times um we struggled game one against the rise ball with jmu so we've now got to shift our focus to the knees we were working so hard at protecting the rise ball of rachel garcia um and odyssey alexander so now we've got to figure out how to protect that late break at the knees that's what i want to see adjustment wise from this offense is the adaptability at the plate as we face different spin, as we face a different game plan, how can we match that spin? That's what I want to see. All right, Aaron. I can't wait to watch you guys making some noise so we can see what you, <laughs> Kaylee Clifton down there. She's uh, – you made Leah Wodak coming in, Paige Parker. It's going to be fun. Have fun with the fans, and hopefully we'll be talking about a natty later this week. Yes, Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner. So the Sooners are trying to win its fifth national championship. A couple of cool notes from Patrick Dunn here in anticipation of their showdown with Florida State tonight. It's the second consecutive and seventh overall trip to the Women's College World Series National Championship Series. The Sooners are, again, trying for their fifth title, 2000, 13, 16, and 17, and they're third in the last five seasons. Since the championship series was established in 2005, no other team 
has made more appearances than Oklahoma. They broke a tie with Florida. This is their sixth. Uh, obviously, they're trying to become a, the fourth team to win by advancing through the loser's bracket. And in fact, someone's going to do it because Florida State lost its first game. And in OU's four elimination games, the Sooners have outscored their opponents 31-7. to Meanwhile, OU leads all teams with nine home runs. They've hit a homer in every game of the Women's College World Series. They're outscoring their Women's College World Series foes 34-11 to and have the only run rule win in the Women's College World Series in beating Georgia. And how about the pitching? G. Juarez has been fantastic, a .40 ERA in her three appearances in the Women's College World Series. She's thrown 17 in the third innings and allowed just one run on 10 hits, 25 strikeouts, three walks, and opponents are batting just 161 against her. And the surprise star, Mackenzie Donahue. Lou Donahue has been amazing. Uh, she said three home runs in OU's games against Georgia and UCLA. She's She registered her first career multi-homer game with two home runs versus UCLA, and she is currently hitting 582 in the Women's College World Series, pacing OU out of players with at least five at-bats, the three home runs and one double. Her slugging percentage is through the roof. Now, as far as Florida State is concerned, uh, this is – Kind of a fascinating run that Florida State has been through, to be honest with you. This is not a team that I think many projected to be able to make a run like this after not only they had lost their first game against UCLA, but keep in mind, they didn't win the ACC this year, and they were one of four teams that ended up making the tournament out of the ACC. They were behind Duke and Clemson, but wow, has Lonnie Alameda's crew, the Sooner alum Lonnie Alameda, uh, have they made one heck of a run? And they've got two pitchers to keep an eye out for. They've got Kat Sandercock. Uh, the big story, of course, about her had been that they had the um, they had the garage that they had turned into like a a pitching area for her. She's very talented, has a nasty drop ball, and has been really good. And she's constantly moving around. She's at the back of the circle, moving around, constantly moving her arm. She's always in action. Then there's the Tennessee transfer, the fifth-year senior, Kayla Arnold. They also feature Sydney Sherrill, the sophomore Sabercat, who won a national championship here in 2018. She is now their third baseman, usually about second in the lineup. And, man, do they have an emerging star in the outfield. And she's their leadoff hitter. She had five hits in a game. It was just the fourth time in college softball history, in the Women's College World Series history, I should say, that a player had five hits in a game. That's Kaylee Mudge, the freshman, redshirt freshman out of Winter Springs, Florida. Uh, She's a problem. So, you know, it's a team that steals a lot of bases. They play a lot of small ball. Their bats came to life against – Alabama uh, when they went up eight zip and then held on for the eight to five win really good team this is going to be a fun series we'll be on the air tonight with a 615 pregame show to get you ready for the 631st pitch we'll let Aaron go celebrate with the Sooner alums and make a noise all throughout the stadium DJ Sanchez will join me this week in the broadcast. It should be fun. Oklahoma, Florida State, Women's College World Series Championship Series. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. And we'll bring you the Patty Gasso Presser Conference, the press conference after the game tonight right here on the pod. Until then, have a great start to your week. 
Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.